This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. In January 2021, we celebrated 40,000 downloads. As of today, we are just shy of 120,000. Two new shows, massive nod to co-host on the bonus show, Matt Withers, who was born to talk and write about Bristol City. Three new sponsors this year, Nexus, Barclay Estates and now Dent Magic. We passed 1,600 Twitter followers and on Easter weekend we topped the football podcast charts thanks to two interviews with Steve Lansdowne, the owner of Bristol Sport. In May we were at a charity football match which raised £3,000 for Children's Hospital in South West. Original show guests this year included... Beefy Boys, basketball star Daniel Adozi, BBC Bristol's James Hansen, world-renowned Clifton Chili Club, Bristol sport owner Steve Lansdowne, the boys from Jolly Hog, a new clothing line, Cosin, Lockdown Loaves, musician Robbie Snowden, Harry from Brand Life, Dave Barton, an audience with city legend Alan Walsh, Tales from Tokyo with Alistair Durden, a planetary scientist, Mark Fox Powell, Star of the Outlaws, Stu McLaughlin and Ian Aitchinson. Hypnotherapist, Trina and legend of Bath City Football Club, Jim Rollo. <sighs> and breathe. Rich, so just walk through some of our guests from this year on the original regular show. Uh, pick out some favourites. What did you enjoy the most? Well, do you need a D-fib now? Or should we... Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah um, it's getting hot I, in here. I don't, I don't want to point out favourites, Pat. They're, yeah. all, they're all my favourites. Any one. memorable ones? Obviously, your birthday, your 50th birthday, yeah, Steve well, Lansdowne. Well, yeah, when Steve obviously requested to talk to me again on my, uh, yeah. on my 50th. Now, now, I was one of his now, favourite employees at Hargis Lansdowne mm. back in the day. Then, yeah, he, he asked for me to come back on. Yeah. That was a good one, Steve Lansdowne. Uh, obviously, the audience of Alan Walsh. Again, me and Walsh made our debut at the same, on the oh, same yeah. day. Yeah, me did. being a ball boy, him playing football yeah yeah absolutely so yeah that was a good uh, good night out but as I said you turned 50 this year and I turned 40 this year so a landmark year for both of us how has it been since April being 50 well it's a shame our video because I think people would think hang on which one's 50 which one's 40 here we go party <laughs> um, trick so, uh, but yeah I, I, I never thought I used to quite like being my age and I, I never got any worry about being my age but mm. I, I felt more vulnerable this year just due to personal reasons yeah, yeah. I don't want to divulge but yeah. um yeah, 15. You can't, it's better to reach 50 than not reach it. Yeah, absolutely. So all these people, I remember kids at work, oh, look at you old man, 50. I wasn't born 50. I, did, I, I had lived there a bit. You know, I I'd had that bit going through. So yeah. just reach it, everyone. Absolutely. Okay. Well, as I say, it's the Christmas special. And I think now for the last two or three years now, we've had um, some of these people around the table on on this podcast for the Christmas special. And uh, it's the th- it's three peeps Hall of Famers, in fact. So we've got uh, around the table, we've got Mark Podge Powell from Ice Cream Tacos. We have got James Mitchell from Gert Wings. And we've got Chef Anton from Chef Anton. So <laughs> Taco Tone, Amph, whatever we want to call yeah. him these days. Uh, we'll We'll find out a bit more about um, how things are going. We'll start with um, we'll start with Amph. So Amph, tell us a little bit about this year for you. Any any highlights for you that stand out other than Rich turning fifty? Um, I think 
I've put Chef Anton on the back burner a little bit, okay. as, you, as you probably noticed. Yeah. Um, just for a few reasons, really. Um, the main reason was because obviously lockdown sort of ended and restaurants opened back up. It was a trade that's been on his knees. Um, and I wanted people to go out and eat mm. rather than have a, a delivery in their home. Yeah. So that was that was my main reason. And I was chatting to Mark about it a few weeks ago and he summed it up quite good and it is pretty accurate that I've been busy with work uh, in my day job and I'm progressing with that. I want to progress into into new lines of work. Um and I can't do both. It's gotta be I, I've gotta be in it with both feet. Yeah. Otherwise I'm not in it at all, sort mm. of thing. If yeah. that makes sense, um, because it has to be, it has to be right, it has to be, you know, done to the way I want it to be done. Mm. So I've just sort of just calmed down with that a little yeah. bit. But I've been doing a lot of hiking, uh, climbed three three mountains this year, which has been really wow. good. Um, ben Nevis, Scaffold Pike, and and Snowdonia, and that's been good. It's sort of a new little hobby that I've found. Awesome. So that's been that's been amazing. Brilliant. And just trying to. Keep positive and yeah, you know. Just going passive. back, just going back to the 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 year of and in Chef Anton. You did you start the year vegan? When did that start? And as it stands at the moment, you aren't. Is <clears throat> yeah, that correct? So I started that in January, and it was just going to be for a month. And I didn't even know veganuary was a thing. Mm. But we we both started it, and it was going really well. And we did it for eight months. We did it for eight months, and um, it was good for my cooking uh, skills as well because I was cooking things that you don't normally cook. Well, it all looked absolutely awesome, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, and, and a lot of people were commenting on it and stuff like that, and it, and it was fun. Um, we enjoyed it. and But I just started, after about seven months, I just started to feel a little bit something wasn't right. I mm. was gaining weight. Um, I was eating things because I wasn't getting enough protein. I was eating things to fill up and thus gaining weight. So I sort of uh, calmed it down a little bit and got started eating meat again. So, but yeah, it's, it was good. I yeah. enjoyed, I enjoyed awesome. doing it and I, I would recommend for, for people to do it. Um, if you can do it in, in, in the right way and try and stay off the processed food, yeah. then, um, then it is good for you. Rich, any thoughts from you? Well, I'm interested because I'm not going to say I'll never go vegan full time, but I'm trying to, no, I wouldn't mind going like four times a week. What kind of things were you then subsidizing with that put on weight what kind of what cravings are you get into makeup so i was eating a lot of um beans to try and get as much protein as i can in and then i was eating uh, a lot of rice but what i found i was doing was if i was hungry i was eating bread um not like crappy white bread just sourdough and stuff like that which is amazing mm. but you know it's like when you've got some nice bread and you put Nice bit of butter on it, or you know. You must have been like a whoopee cushion, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. But um, it's interesting to do, and I would, yeah. I would say to anyone, give it a try. A, have a go, have a go at it. I because, bet everyone's body reacts differently to it, anyway, yeah, don't they? Yeah, but when I first initially done it, I felt clean. I felt really good. Um, but then, just after a certain amount of time, like I said, it was just a bit off. Mm. But it was interesting. Excellent. And I still don't. What was um, it like having that first steak after all that time? It was funny because we um, we were in the Lake District and uh, we went to went to a pub and we just looked at each other and we just nodded and we're like yeah 
<laughs> Let's have a stink. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was nice, but yeah. I, I don't drink uh, milk, and we don't have um, very much butter, so we still have okay. Still stay off of that. I think, and I don't eat as much cheese as we used to. So ah. cool. yeah, I only, only have milk, milk only. Only have eight milk. Yeah. Said, I'm at dairy milk for a long time. Mm. Yeah. Dairy milk, what, Cadbury's? Um, all right, let's we pass the microphone on to uh, to Mr. Mitchell. So, James from Gert Wings. Um, it's been a great year for you. You've got a new van under your belt as well. Tell us about yeah. uh, this year, the year of Gert Wings. Um, well, obviously, like everyone else, I didn't expect it to be much. Mm. And um, it started out all a bit slow. Well, it didn't start out slow. We were doing other things because of what was happening with COVID. Mm. Um, and then things started opening back up. And we were getting to sort of April, May time. People were like, oh, I think the festival's going to be happening. Mm. And I was like, nah, that's definitely not going to be going on. No, the festival's going to be happening. And then people were making plans. And then literally July came along and everyone was like, Wingfest is on in London. What are you doing is your special. And yeah. I was like, don't know. <laughs> Even a couple of customers kept coming over. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing every week? What are you doing? I said, I don't know. I genuinely didn't know. And then two weeks before... London Wingfest. I was like, shit, I better pull something out of the bag here. <laughs> so I started sort of going through some stuff and I knew I had a banging um, Japanese recipe for um, our small popcorn chicken and I knew that that worked. So I maybe doing that with a wing and then I knew that I had a, a good Korean uh, sauce. So I thought maybe I could mix the two together um, and then came up with another sauce that went over the top of it and we mixed them all together and what Brought out the uh, the Lost in Translation wing, uh, which won us first place at uh, Wingfest London. Uh, that was the judges' choice, and then we got second place, uh, people's choice for the Lost in Translation wing, and second place best Buffalo wing as well. Judges' choice, wow. in London. Awesome. So yeah, and then we fast forward on to so we were well happy with that, absolutely over the moon. And then uh, fast forward to Bristol, um, which was extremely competitive because uh, all the wing traders knew that it was sort of in our back garden, as it were. Mm. Uh, it was all our customers, and everyone local was going to be there. So everyone was cheering it up. There was a lot of winding up going on. <laughs> um, did get a bit heated sometimes um and then yeah went through got to the awards and we walked away with four so we got one in every category so we've got third place um best buffalo wing judges choice second place uh best wild wing judges choice and then second place best buffalo wing people's choice right. and first place best wild wing Judge, uh, people's choice. Awesome. So yeah, so an award-winning year for uh, for Goat Wings. Yeah, it's gone absolutely mad, and then ever since then it's just been crazy. And we've tried to, um, we were running the stand, at all of the all of the markets we do and everything, and everyone was like they wanted that award-winning wing. And yeah, I was like, I can't do it. So have you got enough space on the front of your van for all these all these awards? Have you got a? I'm looking to sort it out at the moment. <laughs> I'm looking where we're going to put them. So yeah, yeah. go on, Rich. Yeah, Congratulations on all your awards, uh, young James. Thanks for it. Are you more proud of the people's choice or the judges' choice? See, this is a this is a difficult one because it's a tough one. Um, reasons 
I don't know. It's really tough. The judges. So we had some great judges this year at both, both Bristol and London. Um, I don't know. It's really tough. Good question, wasn't it? It is. <laughs> Everyone else would say people's, and I would say people's as it's Bristol Wing Fest this year. And I appreciate that everyone from Bristol supported us massively. But the judges is also... I think they're both the same. I think they're both just as good as one another. Um, I mean, when we've won in the past, people have said to me, oh, well, it's not really that good, is it? Because it's the judges' choice. When we got third place the first year we were trading. And it's like, well, I'm happy with it. I've got a question for you, actually. And um, So say that the judges have got, what, let's say 12 to 15 different chicken wings to taste. You know, is there any advantage of going six, first? Six, 60 wings. 60. 60 different well, right, wings. Right, okay, that makes it even, even more of a question. <laughs> um, if they, the first first person they judge, the first chicken wing they judge, yep. or the last person that they judge, is there any advantage? How do they decide which one they try first? Now, I'm not going to mention any names, but one of the judges did come around the back of our stand uh, in Bristol, and bearing in mind Bristol was half or a fraction of the size in terms of traders. Mm. And he looked savage by about five o'clock. <laughs> he looked ill because of the amount. He's had <laughs> so he's got, he's probably now at 12. So he's at his 22nd wing to try. Why? And I did hear somebody say, why have you come to us last? Yeah. Again, mentioning no names. Hey, to make it fair, they could do like a... FA Cup draw style, you know. Well, it did kick off in Bristol, actually. Right. Yeah, there was um, quite a few judges involved. One of them, local Bristol barbecue man, Cy the Farmer. Right. He was involved, and um, yeah, he said it got quite heated because they had it all down. And in the end, it just literally came down to, what do you call it? Oh, it's a football term. Can't remember. Got away goals. It was a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> aggregate. That's exactly it. Did. Yeah, it came aggregate. down to aggregate. Yeah. Exactly that. Right. Um, and Deb, what it, what was on paper? They put all their papers in front of each other, and then yeah, it was what what right. came out best. So. so you've so you used to be up until recently on a Thursday. You were on the Bristol um, Centre in your yep. marquee but now you've got the van yeah how does that work in terms of doing that or do you not do the centre anymore no we still do everything we were doing before we just don't have a gazebo anymore okay like, so you drive the van onto that pitch yeah I mean I told everyone I was going to burn it after I'd finished with it because I'm just sick of <laughs> nearly five years of putting that thing up and down I'm just sick to death of it um, but now yeah we're so we're doing Finzel's Market in Bristol on a Wednesday uh, every other week we do um, Harborside um, in the city centre and then we do Temple Quay every other week as well um, and then we do Harborside on uh, Saturday as well um, but yeah it's challenging getting that van I was going to say it must be yeah yeah it's a lot bigger than I thought it was you've got to pre-wire yeah not that one much bigger one yeah. okay Brilliant. We'll come back to you in a minute, James. We'll pass the microphone on round to Mark. So, Mark from Ice Cream Tacos. How's this year gone for you, mate? It's um, of current at the moment. You are involved with Arnesville Cemetery, so you've got a bit of a residency there. Yeah, for the first time, I've taken up a pitch. Yeah. Um, for the next few weeks in December, Arnesville do an outdoor production of. Um, Hansel and Gretel. Gretel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did it Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week. The feedback of the show has been phenomenal. Um, I haven't seen it in its full 
Glory. Yeah. I've seen a few actors. So you like wander around, around didn't they? But yeah, it's like so a- it's, it's an hour of production. Mm. Um, they walk up through the forest and at different locations, they've got speakers, yeah. different lighting. There's always three actors acting in front of you, obviously Hansel and Gretel and yeah. the witch. Um, and then you move up through the pretty much the vast majority of the estate, really. Mm. Um, it's a, As I say, it's a 55-minute production. Um, it gets you all the way round. Um, it's, it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. So in terms of this year for you, obviously we've still been in the midst of COVID for the first half of the year mm. where lots of home deliveries, you know, mm. co- like Coffee Blue still come around mm. my, my street. Um, has it been predominantly home deliveries for you? Obviously the, the, the number of big events has been rapidly reduced last year and this year. So has home deliveries been sort of picking up in, in that absence? Yeah, but it's, to say home delivery is the wrong sort of terminology, really. That would suggest one person, one family. Street street deliveries. Street, yeah, it really <laughs> is. It's, it's, it's somewhat this remarkable with Bristol. I speak to a lot of other taco trucks in the, up and down the country, and they're all asking, how do you get away with doing these street parkings? How do we how do, we do what you're doing? Um, I don't know if Bristol's unique, but it feels unique to me in regards of... There was the clap on Thursdays. It was a big issue with opening up front garden, and the front garden was your neighbours. A lot of people would live on the same street. I'm just as guilty that I didn't know my seventh person down the road, yeah, simply because we just came in at different times. There's no no reason not mm. to know them, but that was the reason really. Um, since there was this unified night where everyone got out at seven o'clock and clapped, people opened up and then you started to realise there was a few elderly on the streets. You, you, you exchanged numbers and then a WhatsApp group mm. up here. Whilst this was going on, I would do a delivery to someone, drive away. Um, at the time, it was like a non-contact delivery. I didn't want to pitch up anywhere yeah. and have people come to me. I was unique in the way that I could offer it, that I could pull up outside the house and then just deliver it on their doorstep, drive away. As COVID, the the rules relaxed, people stayed on their front gardens, I would end up feeding the whole street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'd stay outside number 55, but serve all the way up and all the way back. Yeah, home. no, it's fantastic. You're right. I for, As a result of COVID, I got to know, you know, people across the street yeah. um, for, you know, gatherings in the clap and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but it's certainly, it certainly picked up. It's built a more of a community, hasn't it, in several areas. And I, I can't see that Bristol's just on its own on that, surely. I wouldn't say it's on its own, um, but I'm talking to other traders. Maybe, I, I don't know. Um, I've never, I didn't start the same way other traders do within mm. um, street markets and stuff. Everything I, I've built up is through word of mouth, so I've got a good social following. Mm. So maybe you're unique. Yeah, maybe it's easier for me in that response sort of thing to organise it, but it's there for everyone. But I am legitimately talking to trucks. There's one, uh, Punk Tacos, in the East Coast. Um he hasn't got that option. There isn't people that have got the WhatsApp groups because if they are, they're in small streets and it's not worth doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Bristol's quite good that if I get one for St. George, 
it's not just that one street I do, it's three or four streets and they all blend into one via the WhatsApp group and it's all done through good meaning mm. of people legitimately looking out for each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it works like that. It's Fantastic. Good. And st- I guess some of the corporate booking starting to come back in now. Yeah, massively. Like yeah. this time last year, I obviously had my own unit, um, built it myself with the hand of Tony um, and Rich, a uh, good mate of mine. But January this year, I had to hand the keys back in because the overheads were mm. too high. And relying on, at the time, just home deliveries and not the corporate work, the overheads were too much. So I handed yeah. the keys back into the kitchen and came back home um, to cook, which has been brilliant. Um, and then September this year, it was like a light bulb went off. Whenever Boris did his announcement, the second week of September, I believe, of not so much opening back up. I can't remember what he said, but it was it was redefining going back to work. Yeah, corporate world was open full time, mm. and I was getting quotes not for your thirty or forty. Mm. It was your two hundred, three hundred people a day. Why? But I'm still six weeks, seven weeks fully booked with night bookings they've yeah. got 200 people in booked in on a street booking yeah. but I can't say no to the corporate work because mm. these are the people that do some up every three months and you're the truck that they use this third month yeah yeah and you're back in, in yeah. three months time say no you're pushed out so I'm saying yeah and yeah I'm like, shit I work by myself <laughs> and it's just me and then get yourself get yourself a second a second body yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> indeed well like james i've been dying to buy another truck so last year i bought two new trucks not mm. new they're not new they were ice cream vans but they were they were i was staying on it being branded an ice cream truck it yeah. meant something to me yeah so I'd, I'd have a look and i bought two other ones and my mechanic is so honest that he embarrassed me every time i took him out to see one he'd be like, have you paid a deposit? I was like, yeah, yeah, I paid a deposit. Is any good? He went, no, get your money back. <laughs> but with loads more cursing. Yeah. And with the person I'm buying it from stood two feet away from me whilst my mechanics led on his back, poking holes <laughs> underneath it. I'm like, well, this ain't no good. So we did it twice. Brilliant. So I gave up the idea on that. Um, but I am looking at a new truck. But yeah. If and when, if and when. Yeah. So James, going back to you, the um, the the van that you've now got and starting to get another person involved. I, I saw on Facebook, Harry or Harold. Yeah, Harold. What's yeah, the story there? He's worked for us since uh, September. Um, yeah, he's been brilliant. He's just he got chucked in at the deep end. Um, he was. Uh, he was actually he he worked with us before. He's done sort of odd shifts here and there, and he's done wing fest as well. He actually cooked him and Mark, another mate of mine, cooked six and a half thousand wings at Bristol Wing Fest. Why? Wow. Between two of them, over two fryers. Jesus, <laughs> is that the audition? Yeah. So uh, after that, um, he came and uh, worked for us the following week and came on full time. And yeah, he got chucked in the deep end and I was sort of in the process of thinking I've got to train this guy to do what I need him to do. But mm. we first week we were at Finzel's in Bristol and he was just there. I'd turn around, I'd be cooking and normally I'd jump to the counter yeah. and start asking or getting orders in and then expect him. And now I'd turn around, he's already done it. Yeah. 
And then I turn around and I think, oh, I need to go to that fryer because I need to take out what's out out of the basket. He's already there. Just sit down and have a read of a paper or something, mate. Is he just a young kid? Is yeah, he? yeah, he's young. Um, but yeah, he's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Can't fault him. Yeah, so. Excellent. Okay, um, we are on location. Oh, do you want to hand it over to, uh, to Chef Anton here? Did you saying, have a question? Yeah, no, I was just saying about that wing fest. I went down to the Bristol one and just saying about the amount of wings they'd done. I don't think people realise how much hard graft that is. Mm. You know, like, it was just, I could just tell it was, I mean, I could pop round the back and see you and just relentless. And even what you do, you know, and the numbers you cook for, mm. yeah, it's just graft. Real graph. Yeah. But say about cooking, we are actually on location at uh, <laughs> Chef Anton Towers. Yeah. So tell us um, tell us what you're cooking for us tonight. Casa Anton. Yeah. We are having um, chicken tikka masala. Very nice. Um, we are having mushroom pilau. Um, I've done some roasted sweet potato and cauliflower, which is sort of got some spice on it. Ooh. We're having poppadoms that I didn't make. We're having naan breads that I didn't make. I did make some mango chutney. Very nice. And I've made some uh, rata. Very or nice. Rata, whatever I remember. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll break for that in about 10 minutes. But uh, in the meantime, Rich, do you want to give us your. Is it a Christmas related rant you've got for us? Or um, what have we got? Let me just check my notes. Okay. Uh, I, I, it's certainly in Christmas related because I, I don't mind Christmas patch. Yeah. Uh, this one is. Just very quickly, um, before you go, give me a 1 to 10. In terms of Christmas spirit, today is the 5th of December. Where would you say you are on the scale of 1, not Christ- not Christmassy at all, or 10, you know, you're ready for it? Until until today, probably a 1. Okay. But now I think I'm a 4. I've now you've put the Christmas music put on. Put the Christmas music on. Decks are up. Deck the, deck the table, put a few crackers around. And like the Christmas special podcast, really yeah. sort of feels like it might be the start. Kickstarts it, opens the gate. Okay, so yeah. you've gone. You're on. F- I'm probably a four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Mark. Yeah, that's realistic. I'd say a four. Yeah. That's a strong four. Four. Yeah. Well, I know James absolutely hates Christmas. It's a so. minus. Oh, I was just about to say about a minus five. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Same for ask for you, Rich. Um, I got the I got the decorations out at the loft. Yeah. So hopefully, the, when I get back, they'll be done by the wife and kids. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the wife would do it, and maybe me artist. The youngest now is addicted to Roblox, whereas, of course, you know, right, okay. her bedroom's like blinded down constantly under the quilt. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if she's a teenage boy, I'd be spending to find like stiff tissues. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, my rant is it is cooking related. Okay, good. I don't know if you boys enjoy the show. The Great British Cook Off. Do you love, do you watch that? Cook-off, with, do you watch it with like love, or you just don't really Bake Off? No, I don't. I don't. James, you you into that kind Funnily of? Funnily enough, like I used to have to watch it because of my old job. There was a lot of products that were used in it mm. that we used to import, and oh, we used right. to have to see if they were using it or if it was forced advertising. Or yeah, they right. were just using it themselves off their own back. So you were watching it for audit purposes. Yeah, but it used to dry <laughs> me out like really badly. Yeah. Well, my, my my reason for I didn't necessarily dislike it or rant about. It. I don't understand the concept of it as a as a watching viewer on TV. If I was a judge and I'm eating the food, I get that. But if I'm watching on TV, watching someone else cook. Mm. It might quite look amazing. It's it might quite. You're watching someone try. Yeah. To so make. I'm, I'm. Yeah. So I'm relying on. No, but I'm, yeah, but I'm also relying on that judge. If he says it's nice, then I, I presume it's nice. But to me, it might say it's like shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he brings it out, it might look like a 
no, a cow pat, but it might taste amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it might come out looking like the 16th Chapel. But if, it it does, like it, if it does come out looking like a cow pat, it won't sell, will it? Yeah, so but, even if it tastes amazing, it yeah, probably won't sell. The, it's the composition of bacon, not what they can make out of it. It isn't something cold. I, I, I've, I've never watched it. So do they That's score the it on... Do they score it, it on is. appearance? I, I think anything I can't judge myself, like when, like when you watch X Factor, Karaoke, or no, Great Britain, um, Britain's Got Talent, you can actually see how good it is yourself. Mm. You can hear it, you can watch yeah, it. Yeah, but cooking... No, in it's all shit, but <laughs> but at least I can tell his shit straight away. Yeah. <laughs> but if they're tasting smart, yeah. I'm just relying on that bloke who's you know, obviously his palate's trained to be amazing, whatever. I just don't understand the concept of watching something you can't really judge for yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that also the same thing with critics in general is that mm. one man's dog shit might be yeah. another man's. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. That's a good point. Thank you. No, very good point. Not really a run, but more of a yeah, more of an observation, I'd say. Okay, no, it's good. I, I just, um, I just say I. Met a friend of the show. Ooh. On okay, here we go. Um, Joe Sims. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what a lovely bloke. Oh, absolutely yeah, fantastic. I, Bristol's uh, Thursday this week, he was at my truck, and I, I, I said to him, oh, we got... Yeah, R as well. Um, and I said to him, oh, we got a friend uh, in common. And he said, oh, who's, who's that? I said, oh, Patch Warner. He said, oh, right, brilliant. He's lovely... I said, I'm doing this podcast Sunday, and he looked at me really weird. He went, what? The City one? <laughs> I went, no, 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 I do a football. I do his Christmas special. So yeah. he said he'd listen. Yeah, I yeah. I to give him a shout out, but what a lovely, lovely bloke. Yeah, lovely bloke. absolutely top bloke. I was bloke. talking to my wife's best friend's son, and he knew Joe through um, Doctor Who and was embarrassed by it he didn't know what to do and Joe handled him beautifully yeah, oh, yeah. lovely lovely he, he, real real class and we talked about Dean Edwards knowing yeah. Dean Edwards he was a he's one of those people that you think that he is so well known that his asshole would be taller than his nose <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no he's not no, no. He's, not. So, he's always so he came. Not go saying on. shy, but he's almost kind of just as in. He's as just shy a. He, are, yeah, 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 yeah. He's just a. Yeah, I couldn't believe. I could not believe how engaging he was. He there was at no point was I like, oh man, he's only talking to me because I'm. I'm no, a no, he shows such an you interest, and he he's so well spoken as well. He's come on the podcast a few times now, and and just the way he articulates himself is fantastic. He was really good for us at that charity football match at yeah, Ashton yeah. Gate. He talked about that. He yeah, about so that. he, he, he basically that. rocked up and he said, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And I said, can you just do like be the match day announcer yeah, and yeah. announce the teams and the subs? And he got, he walked up into the crowd with the microphone and was engaging all the kids and everything. He's, and, fa- he's, 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 yeah. he's, he's fantastic. He, he, was, is. he was so skillful around my friends, uh, my wife's friend's son, that it, it, it blew me away. Yeah. Blew me away. And I was... I was going to thank him on on Twitter, and I was like, "Nah, too close to the podcast, man. This is a story." <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, we're, on his, we're on his manor at the minute. We're, no, we're top of Mill Lane. If you're listen, listening, Joe, we're at top of Mill Lane, yeah. just along from Oldham Common. Where yeah. Come on down. He's not listening now because it's not live. But yeah, yeah. and he's up. Yeah. 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 Before we break for for food, and then we'll come back afterwards with our Room of Doom entries. I've got a, a quick rant uh, myself, actually. Rich, apologies. Mm. That's um, fine. So. It's, Chris, it's Christmas time. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be, um, be afraid, Patch. <laughs> There's no need. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there is no need. Uh, people who 
so it's, it's family members, and um, they might they might be listening. But Hi, when, when they say, "Can you just like get that for me, and I'll pay you back," and it's like something on Amazon yeah. or something like that, because then the whole time I'm thinking, well. Is it has it come? Have they have they paid me yet? So, so well, you mean they're buying it's not for you? Something for like they won't get for you. Something in there. Something for like well, maybe yeah. Sometimes something for me or something for one of the kids or something like that. You you get it, Uh have it sent to me, and then I'll and I'll pay you. Just there's the link. Yeah, that ruins the mystique, doesn't it? The kind of yeah, yeah. the whole the whole um yeah yeah, and it it happens. It's it's I've had it. I've had this before as a as a rumor doom entry is. It's when people owe you money and then you have to chase them. Yeah, yeah, you had this a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. it is because I don't really want to. Ch- Especially for a present, yeah. Yeah, like a, and and these 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 people that I'm talking about here are actually quite quick payers. So that's not the rant. It's the it's the they can't bother to get themselves. And I'll, and I'll pay yeah. you. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's something that uh, around Christmas time in particular is is uh, something that I've only uh, got two Christmas rants. I've done this before. Go on. It is the matching pajamas. Yeah, people do. You don't put photos of your normal pajamas on Facebook, do you? <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. you're on a random day, you wouldn't put. Oh, this white ward's bed last night. Yeah. So, pe- pants, yeah. So. so people just buy matching pajamas just <laughs> matching because, pants. just so they can. It's like a photo opportunity. Yeah. They just buy it for that photo. Yeah. And also this new um, craze of Christmas Eve boxes. Oh, like, can our kids wait till Christmas Day? Like Christmas Eve boxes. There's the the Advent launch with the elves. They deliver. It's, all, the it's cal- so, everything's the so commercialized, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Also, the one. This might be a, not necessarily Christmas, but when it's someone's birthday, say, say you've got two, say you got two siblings, and it's when there's birthday, you buy that everyone a present just so you don't miss out. Yeah, no. What yeah. bullshit is that about? Yeah. I found this out. What are we teaching our kids? I found this out worse <laughs> when I, I didn't realise, but uh, my wife told me after we got married, an attorney ring. I didn't know that, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd done and dusted. Yeah, I'd done the yeah, engagement you've ring. The ring. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've done the marriage. I've done the marriage ring. Yeah. I've done yeah. all that. I thought I'm done and dusted. Now yeah. I'm all good. Yeah. yeah. Now so we're lining up waiting for an attorney ring. So you're, just whilst you got the microphone there, you're almost two years into being a being a dad now. Yeah. Um, how how's that going for yeah, you? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Christmas. Um, <laughs> 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 Maybe give it a couple of years. <laughs> give it a couple. Of I years. have been told that I have got to start enjoying. Christmas a bit more because like, it is a real letdown from my side, giving off bad vibes. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's great. She's wonderful, Ava Lily. She's brilliant. Um, Lisa Marie's a brilliant um, mum. She's practically a single mum because I'm always out frying chicken all the time. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's lovely. But the only problem we got now is that I think she might want another one. But um, right, okay. Well, Interesting. Okay, mm. watch this. Watch this face. <laughs> on that note, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of another one, what did you call um, your van? Because you had Gertrude, and that's retired. Yeah, and I met the person that bought that. Yeah, Danny's Burgers. Yes. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've had a Danny's Burger recently at First Noble. Okay. Very, yeah, good. very good. Very good. I've never actually had one. Yeah, no, very, but, very um, good. I keep meaning to stop by and get one, but yeah, Danny's yeah. Burgers has now got Gertrude. He said he's gonna. Look after her and Didn't treat her well. Catch come out with Gertrude. No, Gert Reynolds. No, Gert Reynolds, which is the one outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other one. Gert Reynolds. No, that's the one that's outside. Okay, that's and then I've got Gertrina, which is the new one. Right, Gertrina. <laughs> we are running out of Gerts, though. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure we can find some more. <laughs> yeah. 
Brilliant. Right, okay, we're going to break now um, for for food. And uh, don't worry, we won't be reviewing the food afterwards, the man listening, listening over in the kitchen, because um, I'm sure it'd be fantastic. But, uh, Rich, we'll uh, we'll break now and we'll come back with our room I, of I dooms. I, for one, cannot wait, and it smells delicious. And recommendations. So, um, yeah, we'll be back shortly. Rich, we are back after the halftime break, and um, fantastic food, Rich. Oh, beautiful food patch. Yeah, what's your favourite part? If you could bottle that. You can bottle it, I think. Well, not, not the meat bitch. Right, okay. I'd be like a bush tucker troll. Yeah, it would. But I felt sorry for Frankie in that, doing that bush tucker troll. Did you? What, the singing? No, only because even if, even if that was five pints of water, that's a lot of liquid to get down your neck, isn't it? Yeah. So even no matter what it was, yeah, they should have done, done drink, food, drink, food. Okay. And you're enjoy, you enjoying the castle, are you? I don't mind it. It just gets you for a night, doesn't it? All right. Okay. Brilliant. Um, okay. I was surprised at that. Yeah, the food, my favourite bit was... I think the meat, uh, the chicken was... Chicken tikka masala. And, yeah, the, the masala bit. Yeah. All of that, it that was bowl. absolutely spot on. And thank you again so much to uh, Chef Anton for doing that for us. It was absolutely Very fantastic. Um, well, you, thought, you thought I wouldn't like the castle, James? No, I think it's down its day, isn't it? ITV really? production. Yeah, it's not as good. You don't see people in the shower, do you? Because it's not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not warm enough, is it? Well, when, it, when they stopped for Storm Arwen, I, I, I almost didn't go back to it because yeah. it was that sort of three-day period. Where the people are? Who are they? Well, exactly. it was just... Apart from what's his name? Um, it was a shame David when Rich, Richard Maidley. Richard Maidley. Richard, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. You must have known who David was. No, he he he's not a football fan. Oh, so. Yeah, there's no ice hockey players in there. No Wayne Gretzky's. <laughs> right, let's get into the room of doom. That's what we, uh, we were doom. trying to come on to. Oh, well, I haven't introduced it yet. Rich, over to you. <laughs> my room of doom is quite topical at the minute. Okay. Because they've done this to one of my favourite films of all time. Okay. Is film reboots. Okay. Some twat has remade West Side Story, which didn't need remaking. Mm. It won 11 fucking Oscars mm. when it was done originally. Yeah. So we'll this is an explicit version yeah. podcast, so it's yeah, fine. because it's yeah. pulled my strings. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't need remaking. Just get an original script. Home Alone, they have you seen? That. Have you seen the remake oh, yet? But I'm not going to. Yeah, but I want to see give it. it. You've got to give it a chance. Why? Because you have. Because the original is amazing. Yeah. If it was shit, mm. then improve it. Okay. But it wasn't CGI-based, the original. It didn't need explosions. Like, mm. that, like you youngins what, nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can't watch a film Letters of Explosion within 10 seconds. All right. Movie, film reboots. Yeah. Okay. It just shows can, a can lack of think, imagination in Hollywood at the minute. As a group, can we think of any remakes that have been better than the original? Not sequels, better, remakes. I did see one that I was, like Rich, I was livid when I found out that they did it. Willy Wonka? No. Oh. Red Dawn. Okay. So I yeah. went out of my way to see the new Red Dawn. I thought, shit. Mm-hmm. If you didn't see the original one, this is a pretty good bloody film. Yeah. But the original one is better. But I totally get what you're saying. I get I it that a, a remake can be good on its own if you didn't know the first one existed. The there's loads of stories out there to make films. I totally agree with you, mate. There's loads of different things that they can make films about. But they play it safe and do a rehash of something that was already done. Yeah, yeah. No. Have they remade? Have they remade Home Alone? I saw yeah, a new version yeah. of Home Alone. English, but it's on Disney Plus only, isn't it? And it's English parents. Oh, oh my and goodness! It's got the young kid. <laughs> it's got the young kid. It was in. You ever seen Jojo Rabbit? Yes. He's the young kid, and not, uh, not, okay. not the not the star of Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. The, his little mate. Yeah, but 
I'm not sort of practicing what I preach there because I've got no intention of watching that. Like you've got no intention of watching West Side Story. No, if I watch it, I'll put the original DVD on. Okay, thank you very much. I all think right. all of my top films uh, are films that don't need remaking. They were already the best that they needed to be from Is the it outside. Warri- the Warriors or something. Warriors, yeah, yeah. yeah but Senna James, West Side Story won eleven Oscars back in the day. So when they give a shit and they're remaking it, true. So it was obviously successful. How many times have done Ben Hur though? I always remember uh, twice, yeah, they're doing it again, again. They're doing it again now. Lenher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. my other two top films? Then? Oh, War- Warriors. Um, oh, forgot. The West of Us film. I've Convoy. Oh yeah. What's that? The New West of Us. Oh, the the Dustbin Men. Um, Mighty Ducks. Where the trucks take over. Oh yeah, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. That's yes, the, that's the third yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, James. As you've got the speaking oh, stick, no. do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, I can do. I'm getting tangled up in the popper dog. You like to swear at <laughs> Okay. Might not need to. Uh, yeah, I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, road closures. Road closures. Yeah. Okay. Like, in you Bristol. Go back 10, 15, 20 years ago, if a road was closed, it was serious and there was something going on and that road needed serious repair. Yeah. Now we're just closing roads left, right, and centre for no. Well, there is probably a reason, but they're closed for weeks on end. They mm. go millions of pounds over budget. Yeah, I mean, who do they get in? A young class, year seven or something, coming and go. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, we'll do this road. Road, yeah, do this. Oh yeah, it's six million pound over budget. It's three years delayed, and yeah, road closures. When I came back to get the van the other night. Um, when I picked it up from Colchester, I got on the road. I didn't leave there till quarter past nine at night. And I thought, yeah, I'm on the home stretch now. Two and a half, three hours, breaking the speed limit, I'll be back. <laughs> Great. Then, get straight onto the M25, junctions, blah, 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 to such and such, M25 shut. Sent me all around the North Circular and the rest of the M25, sat in gridlock traffic for hours on end, I eventually got back to our unit at quarter past two in the morning. <laughs> I mean, what an absolute joke. Yeah. So, Well, yeah. it seems to this road closed, not only in the city centre of Bristol now, but all around, you know, down, down ends had road closed for for months on end. What, yeah. I, what I have noticed sometimes... Well, don't, don't just stop talking. You can't oh, talking. Oh, it's like... <laughs> Um, what I've noticed when you see when you see like temporary traffic lights and you think oh it must be a, a big hole yeah you know, it's just like a hole in a pavement sometimes with just like a cane around it so yeah. they, think the road. They, they think they've got to shut off the whole two carriageways yeah just so they, you know, we, we're not intelligent enough to you know, negotiate ourselves kind of thing yeah, yeah. Like, a stand, um, like a standoff right Mark I'm waiting for this one room of doom entry over to you Mark thanks Rich <laughs> <laughs> I've been struggling with room of doom okay because this is what my fifth Fourth or fifth. Maybe even sixth. Who knows? Maybe even sixth. I said my first one, and I stand by it. Chocolate-covered peanuts are the worst thing oh, yeah. to man. <laughs> right? I'm not angry enough to have rumour doom entries until today. Ooh. Um, I coach under-15s girls at Kingswood Rugby, and totally passionate about it. I love it. What I don't like is when people use the pitches for their dog walk Ooh. and then they don't clean up their dog uh, okay and it's on 
or near where kids play sport. There's no need of it. I don't walk around as a coach with poo bags in my um, shorts to pick it up. We have to then make a big deal of going back to the clubhouse, picking up the right equipment to get rid of it, and the person whose dog has just shit is stood 10 metres away. You've seen them do it, have you? Yeah, it's like I said to Tony, I didn't know whether to put in the person that... (laughs) It was a person with a small little dog that would break his legs if it walked over a blade of grass. Yeah. It looks so anemic, yet she's holding it like somewhat precious. The only reason she let it down was to have a shit, (laughs) and it ran into the half... into the centre circle of the pitch... Did a shit and then ran back up and jumped in her arms and she's giving it good boy. Well, surely uh, you've got to approach that woman. And I say, did. Oh, and right, I did. okay, and okay. I did. How did that go? It didn't go down well because I'm <laughs> the away person. Right, okay. I'm the away team and I'm telling the home team mm. to buck their ideas up. Right. And yeah, it didn't go down well, but yeah, right. I didn't know whether to put in actually the person. people that let because it happens all the time down Kingswood. It's not. We're not a twenty four seven sports facility. So we we are only a couple of times a week we're training. People are entitled to go over and walk your dog, but I've got a dog. Pick up your dog yeah. shit. Yeah. I love my dog more than my missus. I wouldn't like my <laughs> missus's ass, right? I wouldn't. Right? Now I love her. I'm married to her. Yeah. But my dog, if he shits, I will go down and treat that shit like gold dust and pick yeah. up every blade of grass that has it on it right. in case it's valuable. And pick yeah. it up, whereas other people... That's part of the rules, isn't it? Well, it is rules, it is. But then no one else does it. They can just let their dog squeeze one out mm. and then walk back. And then children are playing in that area. People don't understand how dangerous yeah. it can be. Yeah. So I think it's... So I've, I've written down dog poo on sports fields. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Um, and I don't think it's a problem, a new problem. I can remember when I played football in my 20s, my dad would always walk around the field... At the start, yeah, it was it was like his job almost. He would walk we, around we, and he would he had a little bag and he would pick pick it up if there was any, you know, we, all the we, time. We, we do a warm up, so all the warm up yeah. we do that slow lunges is the girls walking up the pitch. They don't know, yeah. they're actually looking for dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly in rugby, because obviously they're on the floor. Yeah, you know, yeah. well, I say on the floor more than football, but that's that's debatable. Yeah, yeah. Um, for people throwing themselves down, but okay, good entry. Um, on to um, Ant. Right. Going, going for uh, five going on the bank. Going for gold. Going for gold <laughs> again. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be. Yeah. Sorry, probably <laughs> shouting a bit loud. Yeah. Wound up. Did a rich. Um, those goddamn scooters. Ooh, scooters. E-scooters. Those goddamn oh. e-electric scooters. Whatever they have, whatever they are, they are absolutely. This is a potential clash here, yeah. right? Karen. Horrendous, right? Especially when you see middle-aged blokes oh, riding them. Oh, right? It is just... They're horrendous. They're death traps. What right? don't you like about them? They're just... People are on the roads, right? Yeah. And they're just dangerous. Someone's yeah. going to get seriously oh, yeah. hurt or killed soon. That boy was in the news wasn't it, this week. How many people have died on those e-scooters and what it's costing the NHS? And, that? and and it's just you see and students as well up around Clifton. We you know driving around a lot as you know, and there I was following a girl the other day and she's wobbling all over yeah. the place. And you think, are you going to fall over or mm. you know? And then they just think they own the road. They are. Well. They are. I just, they I just are dangerous. Can't stand them. They're dangerous. Mm. You know, 
if you want to take one to a park on a flat piece of land, fair enough. But they're not for busy town centres. Yeah. Because they're just causing... So obviously I've been I've been going back into the town centre now for the past five weeks, on going in one day yeah. a week. No, uh. <laughs> on, a, on a bus actually, on the metro bus, <laughs> which I've which I've really enjoyed. Just, the last yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> when I get into the centre, it is literally like loads, you know, yeah. bombing around. It, it, they're just... For me, they are just death traps, and you know. so I've used them. I've used them a couple of times to in in my village of Downend mm-hmm. to go from my house up to like the Meze or something like that. And I I'm, I consider myself quite safe when I do it. Um, Would you consider yourself middle aged? Yes. <laughs> um, so you know. I, I don't think I'll be voting for you on this occasion. I, Brilliant. I, can I just <laughs> but, I have actually got my own e-scooter that I use myself. You're not winning this tonight, <laughs> am I? Brilliant. Okay, so you, e-scooters. You now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've got a funny story about... Well, so Go on, yeah. um, We went to, as a fan, we went to Wagamama's up on Clifton Triangle. Yeah. So it's quite late at night. And I don't know if you've been to Clifton Triangle recently. There, there's a lane uh, off. coned off yeah, for yeah. e-scooters. And this bloke, he looked like, no, he was absolutely hammered, yeah? Mm. And he was kind of, you could see these, the cones are obviously quite tall, the, the cones that are separate them off. And he was kind of like, no, when skiers do a slide and they kind yeah. of take out this, the thing, he was doing that and then finally he just caught one and I didn't see, didn't see him go down properly, but but I could hear it. I could hear the crash and like thought, dang it, that's dang it, that end well. Yeah. No, it's, so, yeah. Um, you, should, you should at least need a breath test if you're going to take one. Well, if, if, you go, if you try to go on one after... I think it's half nine at night, a Voy scooter, those red ones, um, you, af- you have to actually do a test on the app, you know, like key in a sequence or something like that. So, you know, almost like a, 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 a drunk test, if you like. Just walk. <laughs> like, just walk. Just walk. And it's just, it, you're getting exercise. Yeah. People are just making people even lazier. Just walk. I, Save I, yourself the money. I, um, I go to Clifton. I shop at Itomi. Uh, big shout out to Atomi in Clifton. But I go there at different times during the day. Mainly at 10 o'clock in the morning is when I aim to get them when they open up. This last week, I went there at about half past three, four o'clock. And I'm coming up through Clifton Triangle. Mm. I've never seen so many. It looked like a scene from The Warriors. <laughs> it was almost as if someone was going to go, e-scooters, mount up. Because they were all there. Yeah. They weren't in unison. It's ridiculous. So, so there was um, a picture on Twitter from a Bristol Bears game a few weeks ago, and they literally there was a a corner of a road, like a pavement, and you had about thirty five e scooters just sort of sat there. It did look like an army. About we've all seen the film. We've seen the film Wally, haven't we? Wally the. Wall, Wall E. Yeah, Wally. Yeah. When it ends up, they're all in this loads of fat blokes in kind of the the, yeah. the big hovercrafts. That's, yeah. that's what we're turning into. We're, that's, we're that's turning into the people can't walk. Well, especially as a lot of people aren't going to work anymore either. They're yeah. literally rolling so, into their garage. Yeah, so people like you can't well, walk exactly. up to the coffee shop. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, right, so mine is is, is Christmas related. Uh, do, we, do any of you guys get um, a real tree? No. Have done. This year, yeah. Yeah, okay. No? No. All right, well, it's probably not really worth me going into then, but it's um, no, it's, it's it's the people listening will will get it. It's the selection of the new of the real tree. 
So you go somewhere like French Hay Christmas Trees, where I got mine, and there is so many trees to pick from. You know, there's different heights, different types, uh, different bushiness, etc. Different prices. They range from like 35 to 90 quid. And so I just say, right, we're going to go for middle of the road, 50 quid. And then it's still trying to select that tree. We take, I take my wife, I take the kids. It's, it's, it's an event, but the kids start moaning. They're hungry. One of them trips over and scrages their knee. And all I want to do is just get a tree and get home. But it was, it was, we did it three or four days ago and it was, it was so stressful. It was supposed to be like an enjoyable experience. And the blokes were even following us around saying, have you picked one yet? Have you picked one yet? And it just went on and on and on. And ended up, we ended up getting one. And I know damn well, when we get it home, oh, we made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> it was about a 45 minute event. If it's anything like my wife, she'd be tingling with it until the day it comes down. Exactly. And I, I got it all straight because it's in a new stand. Got it all straight. So symmetrical. I come home after after a day. Well, I can't remember where I went. I come home and it's on a tilt. I said, "Have you been touching that tree?" Yeah, we did move it back a little bit. Well, no, it's not straight. I've got to get under there, lie on the floor, and and put put a bit of wedge a bit of cardboard back in there to to keep it up straight. I found I found that choosing a pumpkin. We did we did a pumpkin. Oh my god! Pick. I didn't get involved in that Over process. Newbridge. Then it is when Kirsten and Lucy yeah. had, um, no, Lucy, the wife and oldest had COVID, so me and Carl had to do something and have some holidays. Yeah. So I thought, oh yeah, go to. You went to Pumpkin Patch. I've pumpkin never patch done that. New Bridge. No, first time ever. Never done there's that. Fucking, there's fucking thousands of them. Yeah. You can keep, like you say, you can keep looking for that perfect Tr- pumpkin. So. I didn't realise that. There, are they? You just turn up with a the, the oh, point, yeah. lorries and fire I didn't realise there, there was proper. I think they were properly oh, broke. Yeah. Rich, it's trying to help me help me understand this. I don't understand how pumpkins, apart from size, can be different. Oh, there, what? There's size, there's shape, obviously, there's colours, there's the shapes. But shapes are all the same. They're not all the same? No, they're not. No, there's some, some, have got some are like flat, flat edges, some are okay. like edges, a flat square face. Yeah. All right. Face. I think I might have to go, go next year to yeah. experience this stress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you are, you're trying to find that, that perfectly shaped pumpkin you see on, like, on a, yeah. a, clip, a clip or a photo kind of thing. Okay. But again, some might have a bit of like zits on it, you know, like. Uh, all right. Bad. Imperfections. Yeah, so. Right, okay, let's do a recap, Rich, whilst you've got the microphone there. So you've you got to place your vote. So for those who haven't listened before, you can everyone now votes. You can't vote for your own, and you only get one vote. So, um, Rich, you're voting for road closures from James, dog poo on sports fields from Mark, e-scooters from Ant, or selecting a real Christmas tree from me. Take your time. Um, I'm Dead thinking, air is a crime. I'm thinking, listeners. Yeah. You've had, you've had about... Probably three or four minutes what to make I a decision. What I will say, I'm going to go with um, Young James because yeah. I remember once uh, playing five side over at Philwyn and a lot of the rain was shut and I've, I've almost felt like I was trapped. I could There was no road open for me to get to my area, my side of Bristol. That is the norm. Yeah. There is, sometimes there is no option. I was going down each road, kind of, no, that's shut, that's shut. So yeah. yeah. And also once, I was kind of a Sysden Common, you know Sysden Common everyone, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know where it comes out opposite Webbs, where Webbs of Warm used to be? So that's a furled bit from the, the tip down to there, yep. isn't it? So you're going down the windy road. And it went until there, the road was shut. And I said to the bloke, there should be a sign yeah, right in the back yeah. telling me this road is shut. And he got, he got shitty in that. But it was cars pulling out. And this woman, <laughs> this woman was panicking because she didn't know where, she didn't know, because she went local maybe. There was no diversion. She didn't know where to go. So there was no, there was no sign saying road shut ahead. Mm. No diversion. So yeah, yeah. they tried to get there and it was shut. So Okay, road, road closures, closures, one vote. Over to uh, Mark. Mark, you're going for film reboots, road closures, e-scooters, or the stress of buying a real tree? Do you know what? Something tickled me when Rich said the 
reboot of films. I totally agree with him. But until I went to Clifton on Thursday and actually got involved with those e-scooters, I do a lot of my work nighttime, out of the way, out of town, never involved, never see anything, to see what they're like mm. in full flow. Regardless that each individual scooter is orange and it's meant to make them visible, when there's a thousand of them... <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's, yeah, no, it's got to be e-scooters. Okay. Me. And the fact that they're now going to make, they're going to, Bristol's going to try to make all e-scooters um, legal doesn't have to be those ones with insurance. At least they've got insurance. Yeah, they have, yeah. So yeah. so if you own one... Yeah, you're not insured to drive yeah. it. You have an accident. It's, it's, it's down on you, yeah. Gert Wings. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's yours, it's yours branded Gert Wings as well, or not? Uh, no, it's a bad one. <laughs> You, you, have, to, you have to come up with a name. Have to come up with a name for it. Gert Scooter. Right. So um, James, you've got film reboots, dog poo on sports fields, e-scooters, or, or selecting a real Christmas tree. I know I've got no chance because you don't ever probably buy a Christmas tree, do you? No, I try to avoid at all costs, and we did well this year because we haven't got much room because we've got Ava with all of her toys everywhere. Yeah. And, and loads of chicken everywhere. It was even less this year, and Lisa reworked it out that we couldn't get the normal tree out, which is a fake one. Right. Um, so now we've got one on the wall. It's like a wall one. With like, <laughs> wow. And I come over, I absolutely loved it. Like, literally, it was like, that is perfect for me. That's what, so it too. sort of hangs on the, on the wall at a 45-degree angle? You just put a little, cut the decoration on it you don't have to put any lights on it so it won't set fire to your house wow. perfect okay um, and then a couple of other little bits and pieces and it's job done right yeah so. excellent why would lights set on fire we're not doing 1980 anymore well, yeah, I know but you're tempting fate now I'm spraying with hairspray and you're tempting fate now with yours a lot of these, like, a lot yeah. of these lights they're, they're all pat tested yeah. to be fair to you you just live in Swindon <laughs> <laughs> A lot of them haven't got earth wires. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to have to push you for a vote. Uh, I'm torn. I'm torn. I can't go down the e-skirt route, and no. I can't go down the, the... Sorry, mate. It was banging food, though. <laughs> <laughs> the dog shit thing really gets me down. Yeah. Because um, I have slid through it a couple of times. Not through playing <laughs> sport, obviously, but I have slid Just through. Yeah. Um, one shorted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then, what was the, the film remakes as well? What was the question? Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Film remakes. Always the same. Me down the to time, some extent. I saw the Ghostbusters. Is, there's another yeah, Ghostbusters out Yeah, but that's a sequel, isn't it? But they failed at that. On the, I mean, the first one was bloody the, good. Yeah. The second one was. Yeah, all right, good, good. and then the third one was an absolute joke, yeah. and now they got this one, and that's an absolute joke. I can't even think what the third one was. Women, yeah, oh, okay, okay. That isn't being sexist. Like, it just was yeah, you just didn't, didn't like it. Okay, um, I haven't seen the new one yet. Actually, the, th- the third or fourth one, whatever it is. Yeah. Sorry, Rich. I thought I'm gonna have to go with the dog shit. Okay. Really, yeah. Dog poo on the sports field. Right, uh, okay, so it's, um, yeah, one vote for James, one vote for Mike, one vote for Ant. Ant, do you want to recap? Uh, no, I'm all right. Okay. I think I'm going to, as a fellow rugby coach, yeah. um, it is absolutely vile, and it's, it's out of order, you know, same as people dropping litter and stuff, Yeah. you know? So, yeah, dog, dog shit for me. Okay, I don't need that. Um, so, 
I'm going for dog poo as well on the sports field. So Mark Podge Powell is this year's Aww. Christmas special winner. Congratulations. Um, it's something that really annoys me um, in a football-related arena. Um, and, a, and the fact that, that they were actually there as well, I just can't can't fathom that, to be honest. But un- uh, Unfortunately, Patch, being a City fan, we've seen dog shit on a football <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, any sit- oh my good god! This is, this is taking this is taking a turn. <laughs> See, what, I'd say once it's an accident. Mark, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you ever wear really slippery shoes? <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. What do you think, Bella? <laughs> okay, let's. Um, right, I know. I know you guys love a quiz. Um, I actually hate a quiz, but um, I'm gonna gonna do uh, a quiz. So, just just for the listeners, so you just shout your name, not too loud. Just put the microphone in the middle, Rich. Um, if you know the answer, and we'll do we'll do maybe ten questions. As everyone likes a, a Christmas quiz, right? So, question question one: Which period drama became Netflix's biggest ever show? In Rich, tw- go. Is it? Incorrect. Uh, Mark the Queen. Incorrect. Oh, God knows. Okay. And uh, I know the one you're on about. The one with the. Wait, am I frozen? X race guy. Um... Oh no! I oh, know. Rich. No, he's. Is he beginning with a P? No. Please. Okay. No. Rich. Go on, Rich. Bridgerton, Bridgerton. Yeah, that was the word. Bridgerton yeah, is correct. Half a point for that, isn't it, surely? No. Yeah, did you? Rich, Rich gets oh, a point. Yeah. I just prompted you. <clears throat> okay. Uh, US sitcom Frasier is a spin-off series from which popular... Rich. Go on. Cheers. Okay. Um, four. That's number three. How many, how many hosts of the Great British Bake Off have there been? I don't get the concept of that. Um, Silence. <laughs> Go on it. Uh, incorrect. Um, uh, you... two. <laughs> five. Mark, two. five. Mark, five. Can you name them? Not a clue. <laughs> well, it is five, is it? Five, yeah. Mel, Sue, Sandy Topsvick, Noel Fielding, and Matt Lucas. Uh, Noel Fielding was the only one I would have got if I yeah. thought hard enough. Hollywood's thing passes. Uh, he's not a host. He's not a host. Okay. Um... Number fifty. Number. This is number fifteen on my sheet, but I'm going to go with number four. No, name the creators of Stranger Things. Oh, is it Brothers? Isn't it? Not a clue. No. What's that first name? Initial. Um, so it is the something brothers. Um, Rich Duffer Brothers. Well done, Rich. That's fantastic oh. knowledge. Congratulations. He's chatting to people who do street food. Ready? Ready for this? You'll you'll know this one. Ready? Which comedian and actor plays Alan Partridge? Stephen Coogan. Well, you say your name first, yeah, but that's fine. Steve Coogan is correct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Right, we'll do one. Do one last one because I know you guys are really enjoying this. Which singing competition was the first to feature Simon Cowell as a judge? That bloke wants shooting. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Is that the name of the program? <laughs> oh, um, Rich Popstars. No. Nope. No. Brit. Brit Summer. No. Nope. Um, no. No? Um, no. I have no idea. Pop Idol. Pop Idol. Uh, <laughs
let's go into recommendations and then we're going to come on to the last segment which is what's coming up for you guys next year so recommendations and you've got the microphone what are what have you i saw you recommend something i haven't watched it yet but i really want to it's on netflix isn't it yeah uh 14 peaks Mm. it's called um i've got the audio book it's been out about a year now and i've listened to it three times why um so just a guy, uh, Nims Diperja, ex ex Gurkha, um, cl- climbed the fourteen eight thousand meter mountains um, in in seven months in the UK. No, in, all over the world. Yeah, so uh, the clue was in seven thousand. Yeah, how many mountains do you think? Yeah, <laughs> just getting clarification. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that so yeah, just Somerset planes. Just for me, really inspiring. Yeah. Um, Great music, just inspirational. Excellent. You know, and it's, you've got to watch it. Yeah. It well, it's absolutely. When you turn Netflix, when you turn Netflix on, and it's one of those ones that's like in the top ten. You know, you know that it's going to be good, and it's, and it's one of those ones. The, 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 it's based on the book, obviously, but the book is a lot more detailed, and you know, he struggled to get a lot of sponsorship and and stuff like that to for, to fund to fund it, and. Um, he, a lot of people just thought it was, he was never going to do it. Yeah. And to me, for, to, for, to me, that has got to be one of the most outstanding sporting achievements. When did he do it? By anyone ever. When did he do it? I think it was 2019. Okay. Was he, 2018. Is he the only one to do it? No, he's not the only one to do it, but he did it, the, the, rec, the guy that did it before that did it in seven years. Why? He did it in seven months. Brilliant. So he did three. He so did, why wouldn't he on sports, sports personality of the year or anything like that? It's just because it's not. It's, it's not, not classified not, as a not sport. Really classified as okay. that, and you know. It, when darts is. I think the thing is what <laughs> the, yeah. the main message for it is. To, he he wanted to bring to the world mm. um, what the Sherpa guides do. Right. Okay. You know the, uh, the locals there that get paid very little for taking very rich people. Up, up the mountains, mm. um, you know, risking their lives. And yeah. They, they don't get the credit they deserve, you know. Fair days, so, fair days. Yeah, yeah, yeah just... We'll w- definitely be watching that. Watch it. Yeah, I've watched it twice okay. already. Um, James, have you watched anything other than um, Warriors this, uh, this, this year? No, because I don't get much time, like Mark was saying. Yeah. I just don't get any time to set out. Okay, so not not recommendation of a TV show, recommendation maybe of another street food vendor? Uh, or I could say loads. Um, or do you, do you not or, want a single one? I'd say what I would recommend that people do is new in Bristol, is Bristol's got an ice rink again. Oh, what, well, Cripps Causeway? Yeah, and they've got a hockey team, which when Bristol's ice rink shut down years ago, the yeah. hockey team managed to stay afloat. Why? They were playing out of Swindon, they were playing out of Oxford, playing all their games here, there and everywhere. Yeah. Um, and they managed to keep the team together and the team is still going now. But, um, oh, wow, okay. And now they're playing back out of Bristol. Uh, what's their... Bristol Pitbulls. Right, yeah, that's um, right. And we went to the first... We sponsored one of the players, Ollie oh, Shane. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we went to the opening night and literally it was a complete sellout. Why? 2000 in there it was queued out the door they were turning people away brilliant great night out most Saturdays games are on starts at about 6 o'clock how many people can you get in there I think it's about it must be about 2000 why bloody hell where is it 
Out, out, out the, by the mouth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd highly recommend going and watching that. It's Excellent. Definitely an alternative uh, sport. I know you guys are into your football and what have you. But yeah, well, no, it's live sport. I'm fight, always interested. Fast-paced, bit of a fight. Yeah, <laughs> they let them have a scrap, don't they? Yeah. Um, what's the... What's the What's the hockey, ice hockey standard like in the UK compared to, you know, the NHL? I think it's got a lot better over the years. I mean, I used to play myself, believe it or not, but yeah. um, not professionally, but in beer leagues. Um, but yeah, I think it's got a lot better over the years. Definitely. Okay. Um, to have that in Bristol and the way that it's opened Do up. They, will they get stars starting in the NHL or finishing in, in the NHL or not? You get the odd player that made a journeyman or something. Or of, may have had something to do with or connection. I mean, there's like Tony Andy used to play for Manchester. He was the, I think he was the only British player to be drafted for the NHL. Why? Um, and apparently got homesick. So Blind me. Actually, that so was in the Gretzky era, apparently. Ah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good knowledge, good knowledge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll look up the fixtures and try and get along to one. Yeah, well, let us know if you're going down there. Absolutely, down absolutely. We'll do. Um, Mr. Podge Powell, what are we uh, watching or recommending? Again, Anything? Like James said, I don't really watch a lot. I think yeah. the last movie I watched from this year was The Gentleman. Okay, that was really um, good. Guy Hugh Grant and amazing. Hugh Grant in that. Someone I, else, I can't remember who else. I've watched that film about 30 times just for Hugh Grant. Yeah, he's brilliant, he's, isn't he? Oh, he's epic. Yeah. Um, Ma- Matthew McConaughey, isn't Matthew it? Matthew McConaughey, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm mainly into my dance music and every Friday new dance music comes out so the latest one that I'm listening to is Mark 2 it's just dropped a new EP if you're into breakbeat that's absolutely class Mm. and Snoop Dogg's new album is amazing amazing not a lot of hip hop is he collaborating with anyone on that? no he's not really he doesn't sing on it that much he seems to get People sing on his tracks for him, but it's it's okay. amazing, amazing. So he's album. just doing the music more so. Um, more the production, right? There's okay. A few songs that he's that, that, that he sings with Method Man and Red Man. Mm. Um, he's on there with an Ice Cube. Is on there, but it's more the rest of the albums an R and B filter. It's for not. It's for. It's not like a Snoop Dogg of old. Okay, it's amazing. What's Absolutely the album amazing. entitled? Uh, Snoop Dogg. 2020 Snoop Dogg presents. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg presents. presents. The only reason I'm saying it is that he was on Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. I talked about Joe Rogan being a podcast I listened to yeah. loads. Um, I didn't know a lot about Snoop Dogg. I, I I didn't really pay a lot of attention to him, but after after listening to him for three hours and seeing how genuine he is and how funny he is, he's he's amazing. Who would you say is older, Snoop Dogg or Rich? Snoop Dogg by three yeah, by two years, by three years. Only because yeah. I know it for Joe Rogan. <laughs> I wouldn't have said it otherwise, but yeah. 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 Rich looks more well, though. Yeah. Okay. Just needs the dreadlocks. Exactly. <laughs> Rich, what have you got? Did I mention and like when I did the last recommendation, did I meant did I mention any groups or not? Groups. Well mention groups. it again and I'll tell you. A wet leg. Yes, you did. Did I? Yeah. Right, okay. You got they've got like one one song, haven't they? No, or something? Got four songs, aren't they? <laughs> and I just bought a ticket for them to watch them in February. What all four songs? At, at the, no, they have released the album, <laughs> but it's not been released yet, so you can only get four songs on right. a, the album's there. Uh, okay. Right? Yeah. But they're the biggest they've been on the like big biggest hitters this year. Okay. So a duo from uh, Isle of Wight. Yep. 
Um, my recommendation is, but uh, based on uh, Anth's little recommendation, when I first got Disney Plus back in the day, I don't know when it all first started. The first thing I watched was called Free Solo. Yeah, you ever seen that? Yep. Yes. I think that was my recommendation. Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? Time, yeah. yeah. Watch Sorry it then. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a stunning, intimate, and unflinching portrait of a free solo climber, Alex Honnold, as he prepares to achieve his lifelong dream of scaling the face of the world's most famous rock, the 3,200 feet El Capitan yeah. in Yosemite. I was most disappointed when I watched it. I thought it was about, oh, Han, to do? about Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, I was a bit disappointed. Which is, is your, but I got into it after. Which is most your Friday after nights. After five minutes, most your Friday nights is a hand solo. Hooray! Brilliant, good work. So yeah, so wet leg, look them up. Okay, especially a song called Shays Long. Yeah, brilliant. I'm gonna pet to you boys after the, we've wrapped up. Okay, when we then wrap up. Right, okay. Mine, mine is um, uh, Wurzel Gummidge. Now this is a reboot, so controversial. But well, there's a new story, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it's mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's on the same timeline or whatever, but it's a regeneration reboot um, of Wurzel Gummidge. It, the first one was about three or four years ago. So it's no, written, the first one's about nineteen eighty odd. Of this, of this particular one. Okay. So written and directed and starred in Mackenzie Crook, Gareth from Gareth Keenan from The Office. Um, very good. Music's great. It's it's watchable for kids. It's watchable for adults. There's um, a, the, a new one that came out on Bonfire Night, um, which which stars obviously Guy Fawkes as as a scarecrow, and the guy Dennis Pennis. What's his name? K. Paul K. Paul K. Plays plays um, Guy Fawkes, and it's just it's just a great story. Paul Paul Pemberton's in it. Uh, Pemberton. Yeah, but- I can't remember his name. Remember, he was in the Detectorist with um. Yes, Toby. 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 I want to say Toby Davis. No, 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 no. Toby. He's he played Captain Mannering in the reboot of Dad's yeah. Army. But he played what Rosal Gummidge. Yeah. It's a, it's like one offs basically. Yeah, like one hour special. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. It's so it's BBC. BBC, BBC I play. You can get five, four Toby, or five episodes. He played about Toby nine parts. Jones. Toby Jones played about. He played about nine. Yeah, parts he played the whole committee. He played the whole bonfire committee yeah. basically. But good. it's it's fantastic. It's good for all levels, it's, it's all, good family all watch. ages. I will, I will and um, yeah, so check it out on BBC I play. Um, so let's come on to just a wrap up then. Um, Mark, tell us next year, 2022, who knows what it holds for us in terms of regulations and, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, YTL Arena, I just want to say a big thank you to you for hooking us up with those guys because we went there to the Brabazon hangar um, and we're absolutely blown away with with what it what it can and will offer. So we're, we're going to be podcast partners with those guys over the next three or four years and keep listeners up to date with the developments there and, and things like that but um over to you what's uh, what's coming up next year um not a lot with the ytl arena they're still sort of two or three years yeah um built but a lot of people are still asking me is it still being are they still building it they yeah. can't see anything everything's been done inside they've yeah. got so much work to do inside before they get... They've got to make it safe, haven't they? Yeah, for they've got to people. dig down, they've got to do everything. So it is happening. Um, we're being told it's 2024 stroke 2025. Um, that's a few years off. But next yeah. year, no, hopefully I've got my health. Um, I will be looking at a new van. I was saying that um, I want to get a second van, not so much a new van to replace this one. 
to run alongside. Is that in one. case if one goes down, you've still got one, or is yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, have two people no, going no, out at the same time? To be honest, I, this van, my van now, is broken down so many times. But luckily, I've got mechanics that don't mind pulling a few cheeky twenty-four hours. <laughs> is it like? Is your van like like triggers um, sweeping brush? It is. It is exactly that. I've got. <laughs> I've got legitimately four registration plates I've got to use if I'm repairing the van. So I've got the rear access, the rear axles off of a 97 Transit. <laughs> the van is actually an 86 Transit. The engine's out of a 92 Transit. The front brakes are out of a 94 and the back cylinders are off of something else. Brilliant. It's pikey as hell, but it's on the road. It's so. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, so hopefully get a second van and just 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 keep trading. Just keep. Okay, so it's more like food. street bookings is the is the. Yeah, well now the corporate world's opened up again. In yeah. weddings, weddings, I'm absolutely mental again. Weddings started yeah. late this year. They probably start. I did my first wedding probably August this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the wedding season's generally about ten months. They say. Um, I've got little next to no dates available coming up for next year for weddings um due to people either carrying over from from right last year to this year and then sponsored on to next year right or just generally inquiries for next year so yeah no, awesome. it's, it's, it's going great but in terms of going to uh, you know streets and things like that is that something you're still gonna gonna do yeah still gonna push the street bookings so people can just yeah, contact you on yeah, facebook yeah, yeah i'm still looking to try to pitch a few places if i can um, but, but if anyone's interested just follow ice cream tacos on facebook because quite often you'll say you know uh, i've got some space in bs16 or bs34 tonight or tomorrow or whatever so yeah. that's sometimes the best way to get you isn't it yeah definitely definitely it, it, it helps to follow the page mm. um i book out six seven weeks in advance so some people due to illnesses and rearrangements and stuff tell me a few days before that they cancelled yeah so um yeah Excellent. Okay. Right. On to um, Gert Wings. Uh, possibility of a, a stationary um, offering for you next year? Uh, yeah. So we've got the we've got the van now. We're going to keep the van running around uh, Bristol um, and Swindon, a few other places. Um, and then we've got we trade in Reading on a Friday, um, which is as far east as we go. Um, but we, Glenn, who runs the market there, Blue Collar Market, um, has been creating a new site, um, which is a shipping container site. It's a bit like Dynorama in London, that sort okay. of thing. Shipping containers. Is it a bit like Wapping Wharf? Yeah. yeah. It, have you been down Wapping Wharf? Yeah, it's a bit like that, but it's more on a communal. So you've got all the you've got all the shipping containers there around it, and then you've got one bar. And it's all bent oh, okay. in throughout. So you can sit there and go up yeah. to each trader individually, yeah. buy food, buy a little bit from each, have a beer. There's somewhere similar in Birmingham near the ball Dig, ring. Dig Beth yeah, Dining Club yeah, and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very similar to that um, with a retractable roof. Um, wow. And yeah, we're going to be in there. They have DJs and stuff at the weekend. That'll awesome. be open Thursday to Sunday. Um, so yeah really so you exciting. have someone else running that whilst you're out or are we vice Harry's, versa Harry's now okay. going to run that for, for us he's going to that's going to be his project and then we're going to get a couple of two or three staff with him over there running that um, and then I'll be going around in the van yeah. with somebody else um, that's if we can get any staff that is okay excellent <laughs> brilliant so, yeah so exciting times very excellent yeah. 
well, all the very best of it, mate. Obviously, we uh, hope it all works out for you, and we'll, we'll, we will be back with you soon, I'm sure. Yeah, you'll have to come to the uh, opening night. And Absolutely. Yeah, we'll cover that on the podcast. It'll be a good night. Get the DJs on there as well. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And and Chef Anton, will we see a return of Chef Anton in 2022? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will we see a return I of, think, no, of your I, sweet chilli habanero sauce yeah, or I salted think, I think caramel? It, I think uh, I, ste- I need to make some sauce. Yeah. Because um, there is a few people asking me, but... few? Loads. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm, I like my job. I want to change my job in terms of getting off the tools and I'm going to do some online courses and try and get into some sort of management roles. I've got mm. sort of a lot of experience now in the, in the building trade. So I'm going to try and do that. Um and see, see where that leads me, really. Um, so it, that's in terms of, you know, you know, making a living. Yeah. But other than that, I'm just going to... We've had a real challenging season for, for our rugby team. As right. you know, I've been coaching now for seven, eight years, and mm-hmm. we lost a lot of players at, uh, at the start of the year. And we went down to eight players, and, and now we've got 20 um, in, in the space of the last few months. Right. And, we're just trying to rebuild our team, um, and 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 we will. So, I'm, I'm what age group is that now? So now we're under fourteen, right? Um, moving into next year. So, is that boys or is that yeah? No, yeah. It's boys. So you yeah. do you do girls, don't you? Yeah. Do yeah. So that's that's been challenging, um, but I put a lot into that. Yeah, um, and hopefully continue hiking and maybe do a couple more. Big, big hills or mountains, whatever you want to How call about them. cooking up a mountain? Have you thought of that? Yeah. <laughs> if someone carries a kit up, then that's fine, yeah. But um, uh, no, just trying to... Netflix. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's weird times for all of us. And oh, yeah. I think one of the main things you, all of us have a duty to do is look after our own mental health. Yeah. And for me, getting out and, and being active is, is something Paramount. I need to do. And I, I love it. So... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Rich, what's up coming up for you in 2022? 2022. Yeah. Any thoughts? Work two days Friday, <laughs> eight to four. I don't mind moving out at some you, point. Yeah. Always on the look on the look for a, a new abode. You were talking about um, getting a half season ticket for uh, Ben Ashton Yeah, I might, might write that off. Just go to, I'm going to a few more games, but yeah, I'll definitely mm. get back on the wagon next uh, season. Yeah. Hopefully in the championship. I know, just carry on down. Pat's just enjoying life. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, it's going to be a big year um, for 2022 for for the podcast. We've got, as I say, hopefully more to come from the YTL Arena. Loads more Robins reunited. I've got Wayne Allison and uh, Junior Bent lined up, Mark Shell and Sean Taylor, as well as some exciting podcasts with the Ashton Gate 8, I'm hoping to do. Um, So for those who don't know, in 1982, it's... eight Bristol City players tore up their contracts to enable the club to survive, basically. Oh, very interesting. Okay, well, bring that up. So um, that's that's going to be great. And, yeah, more to come from the bonus show and the regular show, Rich. We've got, we're always open to a, an array of guests. So we've had, as I said, hypnotherapists, planetary scientists, street food vendors. Um, so, yeah. If uh, if you're interested and want some coverage, I you want quite your... like the 
face-to-face ones. I mean, if yeah. they go through COVID, might give us more chance. To Absolutely. Kind of... I mean, that's how the podcast started, isn't it? The three yeah. of us sat there chatting around a table um, with probably our phone in the middle. Um, so yeah, definitely do some more of those with uh, a guest a guest host, um, one of the guys around the table. We've had, um, I think we had Ian Starr as a guest host as well. Starr, Scott Jones, yeah. etc. So yeah, we'll definitely do a few Duncan, more of those. Um, and anyone else who um, who wants to tell their story, uh, get in touch and we'll go for it. Spread the word. Absolutely. Thank you for so much to list for listening to this Christmas special. Thanks again to Chef Anton for his excellent culinary skills this evening. It was absolutely amazing and for coming on the podcast. Gert Wings, James Mitchell again. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on the podcast and con- continued amazing food and all the best for 2022. And same with Mark Powell, Ice Cream Tacos. It's... Um, Something that has grown in fame. Everyone seems to know you and have seen your van bobbing up down the ring road. Um, And yeah, congratulations on a a great business model and long may it continue. Right, thanks for this, everybody. We'll be back again soon. Take care. Have a good Christmas and a happy new year. Cheers, everyone.